Greetings, greetings. Welcome to another episode of your Sunday morning word. I am your host, Tyrus McKnight. And today we will be talking about, we will be discussing empowering yourself. Because you know, and also, and also, you know what else we want to discuss today? Being relentless. We want to discuss that too. Now, empowering yourself and being relentless. How does one empower themselves? Let's just get straight into it. How does one empower themselves? You empower yourself by doing. That's simply it, by doing. You set a goal, you reach it. You set a bigger goal, you reach that. And I didn't know, I didn't realize that how important having a mindset was until actually when I was working on my master's at Xavier. For those who don't know, I do have a master's in clinical mental health counseling from Xavier University. Now, within that program, when I was working on working in that program as I roamed through the city of New Orleans, I love saying that phrase every Sunday morning word. I just love that phrase. As I roamed through the city of New Orleans, I reminisce, I'm reminiscing on the time that uh, conversation that I had with one of my cohorts. And it was our last year. I was working about three jobs, going to school. I think I just started a new relationship at the time. Um, I think I just had a lot going on. You know, I had bills, you know, I had to pay my rent, things like that. <clears throat> and forgive me, but... um. Yeah, so I, so I was having this conversation with one of my cohorts, and it was like, Tyrus, we we see that you got a lot going on. And I think I was the only, no, I think I was like the only person in my class that was working at the time, too. That's the crazy thing. I'm the only person that worked throughout the whole program. They had a job throughout the whole program. That's the crazy thing. Other people had, um, uh, people they could depend on and things like that, and you know they had they had uh, where the women had husbands, and for the most part they could do had wives, for for the ones who did have wives, you know. But anyway, uh, girlfriends or whatever the case was. But I was up there like I was just up there handling my business, and it was like, Tyrus, how do you do this? How do you do all of this, and still? You know what I'm saying, are able to function and things like that. You don't never seem tired or anything like that. And I didn't know how to to really articulate it at the time because you know I'm not a um, real um, I'm a poet, but when I speak to people, I'm not very poetic. I'm just straightforward. So I just told them that I made a deal with myself. I told myself not really a deal. I just told myself. Listen, 
Or, or you could say it was an ultimatum with myself. I said, listen, either you're going to, either I'm going to um, get this master's or I'm going to die trying. That's a different type of mindset. That's a different type of mindset right there. Either I'm going to accomplish this goal or I will cease to exist. Now, that's being relentless. Either I will accomplish this goal or I will cease to exist. And I think Will Smith um, even articulated even further when he said, I'm not afraid to die on a treadmill. If we get on a treadmill at the same time, either you're going to get off first or I'm going to die. It's really that simple. It's really that simple. Having a mindset like that is very, very good. That's a great you know what I'm saying? I ain't gonna say very, very good. That's just a great mindset to have. That is an astounding mindset to have because, like Mike Tyson said, and I'm using all these sports references and all these physical things because y'all know I like to work out. Y'all know I love boxing. But like Mike Tyson said, everybody has a plan until they got get hit in the mouth. Once you get hit in the mouth. You got, a decision, you got a decision to make. You have a decision to make once you get hit in the mouth. Are you going to fold or are you going to punch back? And most champions, people that are champions, once they got hit in the mouth, they responded. People that are champions, once they got hit in the mouth, they responded. Say what you want about them. Floyd Mayweather, one of my favorites. One of my favorites of all time. When that brother got rocked and that brother did get rocked, that brother responded. That brother responded. Hell, you can even say Mike Tyson. Well, well, yeah. When Mike got hit, Mike did respond. Mike Tyson responded. Floyd Mayweather. He's been hurt before in the ring. I've seen a lot of fights where. He opened himself up for punishment. He opened himself up to be hit. They don't give him credit for it, though. They call it, they call it, they say, are oh, you supposed to stand there and let people hit you? People are crazy. They don't know what the hell they be talking about. But when that brother got hit in the mouth, that brother responded in the ring every single time. Some people going to fold if they get hit in the mouth for real, for real. As just opposed to somebody like a Ronda Rousey 
when she got hit in the mouth, she folded. And Conor McGregor, once he got hit back, doing all that talking, once he got hit in the mouth, once he got hit back, he folded. He folded. Point blank, period. Then people make the correlation. They talk about some, oh, once you make that type of money, it's kind of hard to want to get hit in the face. Floyd Mayweather, let me tell you something. And that's, that's, that's even adds on to Floyd Mayweather's greatness because he's made Conor McGregor money 10 times over and still got up and made even more paydays, bigger paydays, and bigger paydays, and bigger paydays. I think his last exhibition fight made $75 million. He made $75 million from the exhibition fight. That's a lesson in life, man. Once you get hit in the mouth, and you will get hit in the mouth. You will get hit by life. You got to respond and be relentless and keep going. And keep going. You have to make a deal with yourself like I did. Either I'm going to accomplish this or I'm going to die trying. Hell, when I started my documentary, when I started my documentary work, New Orleans politics, I told people, I said, listen, I'm going to get on TV. I'm going to go promote it through radio. And they gave me that little, huh. They gave me that little scoff. You know how people do when they believe that you could do something that you say. They're around you. They're supposed to be your friends. You know, they give you, they give you that little scoff, that little, oh, are you going to do that, huh? Okay. All right. Okay. Next thing you know, they heard me on their radio. Oh, congratulations. Da, 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 da. They heard me on the local radio at first. Next thing you know, Tyra's going to New York to be on XM Radio. Shout out Karen Hunter. What else can I accomplish? Oh, before I leave, though, I'm going to go ahead, do some more local radio and some TV. I'm going to film a TV. I'm going to film TV. Oh, I'm going to go to Washington, D.C. and be on XM Radio. Shout out to Laura Coates. Oh, I'm going to accomplish that. I'm going to do that. And I find myself getting to those crossroads a lot. But I want to accomplish something. And, and hell, shit, I didn't plan on it being a number one book, but when I dropped Sincerely Tyrus McKnight and it went number one, I said, listen, uh, you know what I understood then? I understood why champions, once they reach the top, they got to keep on reaching the top. I understood that because 
that feeling was like a feeling of like no other. That feeling was a feeling like no other. When Sincerely Tyrus McKnight went number one, I said, I said to myself, damn, I gotta take my I gotta take this more seriously. I was like, damn. I really was, because I was planning to drop that book in a week. Not in a week, but it took me some time. But that, that very week that I dropped it, I was like, okay, I'm going to drop this on my birthday. I didn't expect for it to go number one. Then I took six months off, off of social media. Didn't do social media. Told myself I was going to do social media. Didn't do social media for six months. After the six months was over with, came back with low-hanging fruit. That went number one, two number ones within the span of six months on Apple and on Amazon. I'm not flexing here. I'm just giving y'all, you know what I'm saying, some facts about what happened. I'm not flexing. Just letting y'all know. The power of being relentless. Then the crazy thing is, I kept telling people stuff. I kept telling people, listen, I'm going to do this, and it's going to go number one. Because I wrote it down in the book. I wrote it down in the book before while I was writing low-hanging fruit. I wrote it down in the book. I said, I'm going to go number one. But the performance I got, out of that book, I was very proud of that performance because I went like it was like top 100 on Amazon and so many other different categories. And you know, Amazon they got like millions of books, and my book was like in the in the thousands. That's good. That's good. They got millions of books, and mine was in the thousands. Before people kept on, you know, but recently it goes up and down now, though. But I was like, that's good. But I still got more goals to accomplish as being an author, being a bestseller, being a man. Still got goals I want to accomplish. And the only way I'm going to accomplish those goals is if I'm relentless. And this is not about me. I'm trying, I'm just giving y'all examples of situations that when I promised myself I was going to do something, I went out and did it. I didn't care who was going to criticize me because trust me, I got criticism on this book. There's always going to be somebody that will criticize you and try to take you down a, a notch. But you can't let that stop you. I was going to be telling somebody to tell you, oh, man, that's stupid. Don't do that. You can't do that. You ain't going to be able to do that. Then once you do it, oh, man, damn, that was pretty good what you did over there. That was pretty good what you did over there. 
always got some old hating ass person like like that. Just say little slick comments to you, little sidebar comments. Yeah, you been number one, bud. Yeah, you did this, bud. Man, shut the fuck up. Congratulate me. Get your bitch ass out of my face. Always gonna have somebody like that. But you gotta keep on going. And not worry about what people say. Just keep going. So when I tell y'all, and one, one last thing. So when I tell y'all, I'm writing a script on, and I'm almost done with it on a short film for Low Hanging Fruit. And I'm putting it in movie theaters. It's going to win awards. So when I tell y'all that's what's going to happen, believe that that's going to happen. Because... Either it's going to happen or I will cease to exist. I'm going to die trying. Now that has been your Sunday morning word. Thank you for joining me. Have a great day.